2: Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Today, I'm super excited to have the lovely Cassandra Wilder with us. Cassandra is a naturopathic doctor and the leading expert in women's cyclic health and menstruation. Known for her passion and wisdom in women's wellness and reproductive health, she is a speaker and leader bridging the gap between science and spirituality. She is also the CEO of Goddess Ceremony, the host of Goddess Ceremony Podcast and the author of a women's health book to be published in 20. So thank you so much, Cassandra, for being here today. Thank you, Emma. I'm so excited. So my first question that I love to ask every guest that comes on is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? Mm, It's such a good, juicy question to begin a podcast with. So... When I was
0: growing up, I wasn't connected to spirituality at all, even though I grew up in a very rural town in Utah, which, you know, when people think of Utah in the States, they think of, you know, Mormonism, they think of, um, you know, desolate desert, and uh, we didn't grow up with any religion or any sort of spirituality, and so I found myself always wishing or, or really wanting, craving that connection to something greater than me, but having no idea where to find that. So it wasn't until I was 19 when I was in an abusive relationship that absolutely rocked me to my core and went through the legal system with him. And, you know, had to sit in courtrooms with this person that at one point you loved so much that I really found myself pushed to that rock bottom where I felt like the only thing I could do was call out and ask for help, but not from help from a person or anyone here, but rather call out to the universe or something greater than me. And I remember thinking there has to be something more to this life than this limited perspective that I've been given. And so that really began the spiritual journey for me. Um, Sometimes it comes from the ashes of some of our most challenging times or difficult traumas. And that was where it was birthed for me. And as I was starting to heal from this abuse, you know, starting to go to yoga and meditation and, um, Starting to find my own unique path in the world. And I was so grateful to have cultivated
2: that connection at that time. Amazing. And it's so true, like you say, that sometimes spiritual awakenings can really be birthed from, you know, not a great event in our lives. And mine's very much similar to yours, actually, in terms of having that moment where you and I literally had the same thought process as you there must be more to life than this like I was very suicidal myself so I thought you know I'm either gonna have to end my life or or do something about this so Mm. it really is that rock bottom isn't it where you you just question everything and you're like there must be more and it's like that soul awakening of like ding yes there is (laughs) exactly exactly so why is it important that we connect to our menstrual cycle then
0: yeah. So as women, we all experience this phenomena that we call our period or our menstrual cycle every single month. And yet most of us received it next to zero information or education about how our bodies actually work. When I'm working with clients, I often like them to trace back their experience with their very first period, because that can be so incredibly telling on their connection that they have now, as well as maybe their connection to empowerments or their ability to know their mission or have purpose. And I've heard it all, Emma, you know, some women have had very traumatic experiences that were very shameful. You know, they were wearing their white khaki pants in fifth grade. And of course that was the day they started their period for some women, you know, it was a little less significant. It was kind of like, here's a pad or a tampon, like you're a woman, congrats. And that was about it. When we connect to our menstrual cycle as women, we connect to the deepest essence of who we are and our menstrual cycle also ties into empowerment, joy, fulfillment, and purpose. So it's incredibly important to reconnect to our cycles, but it's not an inherent belief that we're taught. Instead, most of us are taught that it is a hindrance, that it's dirty, that it's shameful, that it's gross, and so we learn to disconnect from it. But when we disconnect from it, this is where you know we wake up in our late 20s, our 30s, and we look in the mirror, and we don't know who we see in that reflection. So when I graduated as a naturopath, I began primarily helping women on a physical level heal their menstrual cycles, you know, so if they had irregular periods or cysts or cervical dysplasia or something like that, you know, I was encouraging them through supplements or nutrition or lifestyle changes to heal that, but I felt like I was missing a massive piece of the puzzle. And so as I began to address more of the emotional or energetic side of their healing, I started to see these women heal in ways that I'd never seen women heal before. And as they were healing their periods, they also got that spark back. They also had inspiration. They also felt like they were getting out of this fog that they'd been in for years. So to connect to your cycle is truly to reconnect to who you are.
2: Mm, I really, really agree with that because I was someone who was very much in their masculine energy for many years. And I thought I was in my feminine energy as well, but I really wasn't. And I definitely saw my periods as an annoyance and just like, oh, there we go. There's that again. That's painful. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really last year when I really got into divine feminine work and balanced that feminine energy where I was like, no, periods are good. Like there is so much goodness from our womb spaces. Like they're not just for babies and periods, you know, they, they birth everything in our lives and really connecting to that space and doing womb work and meditations like I my life has literally been changed and that's no over exaggeration like like you say that sparkle comes back that fog goes and it's just been magical I think for myself and I'm sure anybody else listening and even yourself Cassandra can you know say it is some of the best work that you'll ever do as a woman amen like say that louder for the people in the back yeah (laughs) that's exactly So how can we work with our room space and menstrual cycles then to feel more connected with our divine feminine energy?
0: Yes. So while it may feel very foreign and I'm sure there are people that are listening to this thinking like, what do you mean I need to connect to my period or what does my womb or my uterus have to do with anything? It really is this beautiful journey of reconnecting to who you are. And I think often pulling back, peeling back these layers and beliefs and stigmas and dogmas that have been put on us as we start to come back within. So in reconnecting to our menstrual cycle there is so much wisdom in learning how to honor the fluctuations that we as women experience throughout the month. There's this interesting belief in our world that we must always be the same, that we must always be constant, always show up at 100% and while that fits in better with more of a masculine energy or a masculine bodied person, for most feminine bodied people That doesn't work because we're constantly shifting and evolving throughout the month hormonally, but also with our libido, with our mood, with our energy levels, everything about the feminine shifts. So one of the easiest ways to start to connect to these cycles, as well as our womb, is to have an awareness and compassion for our cyclical changes throughout the month, to start to notice how things ebb and flow, to give ourselves permission to have those days when we don't feel very good, when we don't want to talk to anyone, we don't feel productive, and to also honor those days where we feel peak in our energy and we could do anything, take on anything our cyclical patterns very much mirror the moon phases as well. And so when we start to realize that we're connected to this massive cyclical energy that radiates through every living thing on this planet, we start to really realize the divine energy within all women, within all living things. And it gives us that connection to something so much greater than us. And then, as you said so beautifully, our womb is the portal of creation. We often think of it uh, in relation to our period or in birthing a baby. But as you said so well, it is where we create everything. It is where our seat of our empowerment truly lies. And as we connect to
2: our womb space, we connect to the ability to create our own realities. Amazing. And that brings me on to how can we manifest with our cycles and like our womb space?
0: Oh, yes. It's the best way to manifest too. (laughs) Yeah. So throughout the month, when we are experiencing our four distinct cycle phases, so we have our menstrual cycle, which, you know, when we say cycle, we normally just think of the period because that's the most obvious sign that we all have. But there's three other equally important phases throughout the month. So after our menstrual cycle, We have our follicular phase where our hormones start to build as we approach ovulation. We tend to feel energy levels increase. And then by the time we hit ovulation, we're in peak creation mode. Everything in our body from our hormones, our energy levels, sociability is at a peak and truly we feel unstoppable. Then we start to dip back down into what's called our luteal phase. And that's more of a restorative time, a time where we feel the call to complete close things down And then we start our menstrual cycle again. So in relation to manifestation, it's incredibly beautiful with your period to um, start to create space to receive with your follicular phase to plant seeds or intentions, say your manifestations with your ovulation time to take action because we can't just, you know, sit on the couch and manifest, you know, a red Ferrari in our driveway and expect it's just going to be there someday. That action step is so vital and then with our luteal phase to receive
2: with grace. I love that. And another part of your work is obviously finding self-love and self-acceptance through working with our cycles. So what are your top tips for us to be able to achieve that?
0: I think we often fear what we don't understand. And so if we begin the journey of self-exploration and beginning to look at our bodies, look at our cycles, look at the womb, look at the yoni, look at everything with more more of a curiosity than resentment, then we begin this journey of self-love. Sadly, so many of us have struggled with this, um, struggled with worth, struggled with, you know, so many of these deep, dark traumas that really do keep us in the story that we are not worthy, that we are not beautiful, that we are not sacred. And it's incredibly sad. So instead, to begin to approach especially our bodies, from a place of compassion to grab maybe even the the physical places of our bodies, you know, our thighs or our belly, the places that normally we pick apart and instead to grab them with a sense of gratitude and love and appreciation. What a difference that makes is we literally change our beliefs, which therefore changes our biology. So by being open to changing your
2: perspective, I think is the biggest step any of us can take. Mm, Really, really true. And You work with shame as well and releasing shame from our yoni spaces. So how can we heal and release any shame that we might be holding in that area? I'll try not to go down the rabbit hole on this one because, yeah, this is
0: major. Most women have experienced shame of some kind, whether that's from our menstrual cycles, from a sexual partner, but it's also from those little experiences that we may not even remember, like, you know, when you were in second grade and someone told you to sit down, those also can hold that energy of shame. And as women, we tend to store that shame within the womb. And so then is it any wonder why so many women experience these massive physical imbalances within the womb, the cervix, the yoni as well? All things energetic will likely manifest physical if they're not addressed. So to begin to release and heal this shame from the yoni specifically... There is so much power in, in simply creating the space to look beneath the surface, to do what maybe some of us in this realm would call the shadow work, to bring words to the experiences or the feelings that we've had, whether that's in a journaling practice with a therapist, with a coach or whatever, and allow that dialogue to really be present. Because again, we are fearful of what we don't understand. So sometimes until we actually speak it, we are binded by it. And then I'm just incredibly fascinated by especially tools like Yoni eggs that can physically be really supportive in us letting go of these emotions and these shameful stories that have held us back. Um, One other thing I would add to that as well would be things like womb meditations, because sometimes there are experiences and shameful stories that we cannot on a conscious level remember, but subconsciously is certainly embedded into our body, into our cellular level, into our DNA, And so the simple act of sitting down and bringing your hands to your low belly, to your uterus and allowing whatever is present to come up is one of the most life changing practices,
2: I think, in the world. Mm. It really is. And it allows you to really get present with that space, doesn't it? I mean, I've done Mm. this a few times before and done full blown meditations for the womb space and it's just it just baffles me. It surprises me should I say more now that I'm like, whoa, all of this stuff was there. Like all of this stuff was just like hiding. And now I'm able to connect to that space. I'm like, I'm able to heal and release this, which is amazing. So Mm -hmm. definitely try these meditation guys. They are so, so good. So my last question to you today then is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to give my listeners today?
0: I think the most valuable piece of advice I could give anyone listening is permission, permission to feel permission to recognize your cyclical health and permission to rest, especially if you have felt so locked into, you know, your productivity equals your worth, or if you feel like it's really easy for you to get trapped into this vicious work cycle or, you know, working against your body. This is your permission to slow down, to rest, to come back into that beautiful part of the feminine, which is to surrender, to observe, to take action from a grounded, centered place rather than frenzy. So hear that, slow down, listen to your body, connect with your cycle, and know that the answers you seek are already within you. Yeah,
2: that is like literally the best way. everything. I loved that. So I was like, yes, that is so true on every level. I love that. So let's talk about your book then. What's it about and when can we expect it? Yes. So it's coming out late
0: 2020. I mean, with what's going on in the world, I mean, we'll see (laughs) if it's like October, November, I'm not totally sure with the status of everything, but it's all about women's cyclical health. So um, jokingly, you know, everything your mama didn't teach you about your body. As in, you know, what it means to have a healthy cycle, how to track your cycle, how this all correlates to empowerment and joy and fulfillment and how to get that spark back by reconnecting to your period, your cyclical health and your cervix. So it's going to be a pretty, a pretty incredible book that um, sadly, there's nothing quite like it on
2: the market. So I'm really, really excited to birth this. Mm, I definitely feel like we need way more books on this for sure. So I'm really excited to read it when it comes out. So, where can my lovely listeners find you if they want to find out more about your work? Thank you. So, they
0: can find me at cassandrawilder.com. And then I'm also on Instagram at menstruationqueen.
2: Love it. Yeah, hello <laughs> <a> queen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> thank you so much Cassandra for coming on it has been such a pleasure to talk all things cycles and wombs with you today and I'm sure everybody listening has got so much valuable information from this and I really hope they are able to connect with their cycles too thank you Emma so thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes. I really hope you've enjoyed Cassandra and I's conversation today. As always, you can find Cassandra's clickable link to her website in the description down below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching or anything else I have to offer like my videos, etc., you can find it all on my website, emmamunford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. So I hope you have a great week, whatever you are up to and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week. Lots of love guys.